What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Last Take Sports Podcast. And we are back after a long break. We are doing our all-time NBA teams. We're doing third, second, and first team. And we apologize for not uploading for, what was it, the past 10 days since the special guest we had. And it's mainly because, you know, as quarantine's wrapping up, we've been actually getting into sports our own. And I know Henry's been starting football and baseball and along with Andrew and I'm starting, you know, soccer. So we're all trying to, you know, get into the groove of the non-stay-at-home order. So, you know, let's just get right into it with our third teams. And Andrew, why don't you start us off with your third team point guard? Yeah, Ellie, but before we start, I just want to say uh, this should be very interesting. And because I know we've compared lists before, and we just know that we have a lot of differences in, in our team. So, I mean, I have a lot to say about my team, and I'm sure you guys will probably disagree, but let's get right into it. So, at point guard for my third team all-time NBA, I have Oscar Robertson, big O. And I just think because he is an all-around player, and I just think he's uh, the third best point guard, in my opinion, in history. Elliot, what do you have to say? I just have to ask Henry, because right when you said that, his face on the Zoom, I know you guys can't see it, but I, what, do you, what are your thoughts on this? Because I think I'm thinking the same thing. I mean, I see where Andrew's coming from. Like, besides Russell Westbrook, he's the only other point guard to average triple-double in a season. But other than that, what has he really done in his career? Besides, like, there's guys like John Stockton, Steve Nash, Magic, Steph Curry – I mean, that are much better than him, in my opinion. I don't see how you could put him over those guys when those guys – he hasn't won a championship at all, and let alone even made a finals, I believe. Well, Henry, all I have to say about that is I don't think Robertson ever had the pieces around him. And, I mean, he never really played for that talented of a team, and he was the man for every team he played for. And the stats, I mean, numbers don't lie. I mean, and you see that's this man is an all-around player. He puts up numbers, defense, points, assists, rebounds, whatever. And being a point guard, that's very rare. So I just see him as third best point guard all time just because he's a winner and he's an all-around player. Andrew, you said that he didn't have pieces around him, but, I mean, he, he averaged 10 assists in a season. So I – I mean, I don't think there's any further discussion here, but look, this is why I have this this man, Steph Curry, on my third team right here. He has the pieces. He he has what three three NBA champions, eight championships, and one MVP, which you know he could could be the best MVP of the decade, in my opinion. He, you know, and I I mean he could. You guys could have him higher here, but what are what are your thoughts? Elliot, you know, I actually do have Steph Curry higher, but that's, that's a discussion for later in this podcast. But in third team, I, I have John Stockton, actually, who might be the greatest passing point guard of all time. I don't know if I would have him as the greatest passing point guard, but you could very much argue. He would probably have a, uh, a championship if it weren't for Michael Jordan having probably the greatest series of his life in the finals in 90. Eight, I believe is what 96 something like that and other than that John Stockton is really a great passer if not one of the greatest passers of all time and he he could still score he had 
just a great career overall, and that's why I am as the third best point guard of all time. Yeah, I have Stockton a little higher in my list, but before we move to our shooting guards on third team, uh, Oscar Robertson does have one NBA championship in his career. So, I mean, I'm cutting Andrew a little bit of slack here, but I mean, you know, do your research before you state step before you state uh, step or. Uh, facts <laughs> I mean I said it before Elliot the man's a winner but let's let's move on to the shooting guard spot so uh third team all-time NBA shooting guard I have Dwayne Wade man has three championships great scorer great defender I mean and also I just have to say this when you have a nickname I mean you have to be pretty good to have a solid nickname this man the flash you know he's just a winner and a very good scorer. And I have him as my third best shooting guard in NBA history. So shooting guard, I have Dwayne Wade. What do you think, Elliot? Shooting guard on 13, I also have Dwayne Wade. Like you said, I mean, you got to be pretty good to have the Flash as your nickname. You know, three NBA championships, one MVP coming from that 2005-2006 NBA season, I believe. And see, you know, he did get to play alongside, you know, probably – the best small forward of all time and arguably a top 10 power forward of all time, arguably top seven even in Chris Bosch. So I think that, you know, he got pretty lucky with his championships because, you know, Ray, Ray Allen obviously gave him one with the clutch shot in the corner. But I think D-Wade, you know, I he's, he's D-Wade. And, yeah, he's – yeah. Well, Elliot, you also have to think – I know you said uh... – Ray Allen uh, had that clutch shot, which helped them win the championship. But you also have to think the other three games that they won that series, I mean, Dwayne Wade was a huge help. So, I mean, I think Dwayne Wade was a key reason, and I think all of us can agree that they won that championship still, even though Ray Allen did save them with that last shot. But, Henry, what, what do you think? You know, to be honest, I thought the shooting guard position was probably the easiest here. And that's also why I had Dwayne Wade, you know, the Flash, as you guys mentioned, the great nickname. And I think it's just hard to name anybody who's even better than Dwayne Wade. But other than that, there's really nothing else I have to say here about Dwayne Wade. So let's move on to small forward. And for the third team all-time NBA, I have uh, Larry Bird as my small forward. And I just think this is strictly because not only is he a winner, I mean, he won championships, and he was – like the pedestal of the great player in the eighties. I mean, it was him and magic Johnson and they were at the top of the league and, you know, he made being an outside shooter an actual thing. I feel like, like, you know how Steph Curry revolutionized the deep three pointer. He revolutionized the three pointer. When you think about it. in the eighties, not many people were stepping out and shooting that shot consistently. I think Larry bird is one of the best, if not the best, shooter of all time and the most confident shooter. And I think this just brings me to think that Larry Bird is the third best small forward of all time, and I don't really think this is much of a debate here. So with that being said, my third team all-time NBA small forward is Scottie Pippen. It, and that's because he has six rings, and he was such a great duo to Michael Jordan. Him and Michael – I mean, they obviously won six championships – in the six years that Michael Jordan played with him. And I'm not saying that Michael Jordan carried that team. It's because 
Michael Jordan wouldn't be the player we know him as without Scottie Pippen. So that's why I have Scottie Pippen as my third best small forward of all time. And Henry, you haven't stated yours, so I'm very curious to who you have here. Yes, Elliot. And I actually have a different small forward than both of you guys. I do have Kevin Durant, and I think I'll probably get a lot of hate for this, to be honest, because I know Kevin Durant did have to leave his original team to go win championships and join one of the greatest teams of all time, if not the greatest. And though he did do that, he does have two finals MVPs and was probably the best player on that team regardless, and also does have an MVP without playing with those guys. And I think regardless, he's one of the greatest scorers of all time and also a very good defender, which in my opinion, it puts him a little above Scottie Pippen, like Elliot mentioned, just because of the fact he could score a little better. And I think their defense is very equivalent. Although he doesn't have the rings, I think if you're talking about the better player, I think it had you have to go with Kevin Durant here. Yeah, Henry, I see where you're coming from. And I know that Andrea has him on his list a little higher, but the reason I don't have him here on any of my all-time NBA teams is because he's you've seen over the seasons he's not loyal to his team like the players on these lists and he's kind of he when he left OKC he was obviously hunting for a ring so that's why he went to Golden State and I actually think that hurt him because he that was those were four three to four seasons of his prime right there of his best seasons and he wasted that playing alongside a top three point guard in Steph Curry a great shooting guard in Klay Thompson and at the time a good power forward in uh, Draymond Green so I don't know if that was the best move for him to I think that him and Russ could have won in OKC but so that's why I don't have him on my list. Yeah Elliot I think that could definitely hurt his legacy by joining like a super team already I mean the Warriors were already a super team and just to join them being the second best small forward at the time arguably I mean you could even say he was the best scorer at the time so I mean just saying the fact that he was that good and joined an already super team that went 73 and 9 the previous season I mean it's just crazy to think about and I think that definitely hurt his legacy but let's move on to the power forward and for third team all-time NBA uh, my power forward is Kevin Garnett and you guys uh we're, we're kind of thinking, man, Kevin Garnett of all power forwards and third-team all-time NBA. But, I mean, I have to tell you, the man won a ring. He wasn't ring-chasing at all. I mean, and to think about it, I mean, Kevin Garnett, amazing defender. And I just have to say, Kevin Garnett is a, has to be a top-three trash talker of all time. But that's aside the point. Kevin Garnett is an amazing defender and a crazy post-scorer. I mean – Kevin Garnett probably had one of the best post moves all time, I think, for his position. So that's what put Kevin Garnett – he's a winner in my book. So that's what put Kevin Garnett at that third-team all-time NBA spot for me. I'm actually a big fan of Kevin Garnett's career, although I did not have him on any of these lists. I actually have Dirk coming at my third-team all-time NBA power forward. And it's, he kind of revolutionized the game as an all-time – as a shooting big, sorry about that. And, you know, he has his MVP in 06, 07, I believe. And I believe he won his championship in 2011. And obviously he led that team because he was the best player. So 
I, yeah, there's not much to say. Obviously, he lacks the defense that Kevin Garnett had. But I think him being so versatile, obviously with the Dirk fade coming in, changing the game. And I think that Dirk, because he changed the game, because he, you know, he's just Dirk. And he's just Dirk. You know, Elliot, I actually had Dirk a little higher here, to be honest. But I agree with Andrew here with Kevin Garnett. And although he did say that we disagreed, I don't really remember disagreeing very much. I think I only changed it because there was a certain center I wanted to put at power forward, but you guys wouldn't let me do that. And you made some great points about Kevin Garnett, obviously winning the championship, not being ring, a ring chaser. Probably, to be honest, he would, may not have had a ring if it weren't for him getting traded. And I think it's just hard to find a better power forward than him, especially with that post move and being such a great defender and winning, even being a pretty good winner without all that help. And Henry, to speaking about uh, that power or that center that you originally had a power forward that we told you not to put there, I actually have him at the center spot here for my third team all time NBA, and that is Wilt Chamberlain. And I think Wilt Chamberlain is just a crazy athlete, a freakish athlete when you think about it. I mean, you've never seen someone, I think he's at 7'2, seven, 7'3, seven, he's above seven foot, not, but just do the stuff that he did. You've never seen someone that big. I mean, the guy would run the floor so well and score with ease. He has the single game uh, scoring record with 100, and he was also a freakish defender. So for me, Will Chamberlain, third best center all time for me. I also have Will here, and obviously you guys know him as a the, the guy who scored 100 in a game. And see – He's more than that. He, he's the freakish defender, like you said. He's 7-1. And he runs up the floor like he's a shooting guard, ready to spot up in the corner. So I think that him being that size and that, and that, that guy who scores 100 in a game, I think that he deserves to be third time, third team all-time NBA. You know, I actually am going to go out on a limb here and disagree with both of you guys. Because of the fact that you guys wouldn't let me put Wilt at a power forward, I don't think he's a top three center of all time. And that's because I have Bill Russell here at my number three center. And I don't think you can really put him at a power forward, although I believe Elliot did have him at a power forward. But he's – but t- talking about Bill Russell here, he obviously won 11 championships in 13 years, which is – absolutely insane no one else is ever going to do that and no one else has done that besides him and he's a great defender although he's not the greatest scorer he's probably the greatest defender of all time and I think it's it's really hard to think of anybody else besides Will Chamberlain who you could put here unless you want to move down some of the centers we have above him but is there anything else you guys have to say here just adding on to Bill Russell's glory, he does have five MVPs in his career. So not a lot of players have done that either. Let's get right into second team all-time NBA. And Andrew, why don't you start us off with your point guard? Yeah, Elliot, and with my point guard, I have uh, Stephen Curry. And this wasn't really that hard for me because I just see Stephen Curry. I mean, three-time NBA champion. I mean, he revolutionized the three-pointer 
I think, for today's game. Now you see young guys all over shooting the deep three, and I think that is because Steph Curry. And the fact that he shoots at three efficiently and just he's an amazing scorer, and he's a true leader to that Warriors team, which could be the best dynasty of all time. So I, I see Steph Curry as the second-best point guard of all time, and it really isn't a debate for me. But what do you think, Elliot? Well, having Steph Curry on my third team, I actually have John Stockton on my second team. And this is strictly because he's, in my opinion, he's a top-two passer of all time behind a, a – first team point guard so so the reason that he that curry's not on my second team is because he haven't he hasn't really he hasn't finished his career and i think he has so much more potential to even become like first team if like really want to push it but stockton playing a lot alongside carl malone did really help him as his career leading or being a great assist man so that's why i've stopped to number two you know, Elliot, I'm actually going to agree with Andrew here with Steph Curry. And I, I think he's slightly above John Stockton right now, strictly because actually there's a bunch of reasons, in my opinion. Obviously, most people would say he's the greatest shooter of all time, and I happen to agree with that, as well as the fact that he does have three championships and two MVPs, which John Stockton doesn't. And I think that puts him a little ahead of John Stockton just – because of those accolades that he has. Yeah, Henry, also you have to think, I, I'm pretty sure on this, but I think Steph Curry was the first unanimous MVP of all time. So that just have to think. I mean, Steph Curry's first MVP that season was just incredible. I'm pretty sure it's 2015. I mean, Steph Curry just had a crazy season, and since then he's never looked back. And just crazy to think about Steph Curry just talking about him. I mean, kids dealt with injuries his whole career, and somehow he's pushed through it, and he's had a miraculous career that he's had so far with the three championships and the two MVPs. I mean, just I think he's had an incredible career. But let's move on to the shooting guard. So for my shooting guard on the second team all-time NBA, this was not even close for me, and I think it was Kobe Bryant. And Kobe Bryant could be one of the best scorers of all time, if not the best scorer of all time. And I think he uh, – he, he's just an amazing offensive player. I don't think at the time while he was playing, there was anyone who really came close to him as a scorer. I mean, in the league, in his prime, nobody could touch him on the uh, defensive end. I mean, the dude was a beast offensively. And that just proves, I mean, winning mentality, the definition of a winning mentality. I mean, he even came up with his own mentality, the mama mentality. And the guy was just something else. And I just have to say, Kobe Bryant there, the second team all-time NBA. And I don't think you guys should agree or disagree with this. Andrew, you're right. I don't disagree with this. Kobe Bryant, I mean, I have a poster of him right here. And I, I remember this game. He scored 81 points. And that's second to Wilt's 100. So I think that, as you mentioned, uh, he has that Mamba mentality, which really – really defined Kobe. I mean, he, along with being one of the best scorers of all time, he played so well on the defensive side of the ball. And him and Shaq, although they didn't get along offside, or not offside, but off of the court, I think that that duo really helped Kobe and Shaq in the long run, even though Kobe took the majority of the shots. But I think we'll see Shaq later on these lists. But I think 
forget focusing on Kobe. I mean, the dude's a stud. That that's all I gotta say. He he what? I mean, he kind of—he's a mini Jordan. I think people can call him that, and that's what he will be known for a lot of, for a lot of time now. Yeah, there's there's no way you could go with any other player here besides Kobe Bryant, unless you somehow want to put Kobe on first team, which you could argue and just move some positions around. But I don't think you should do that. And other than that, there's not much. You guys made all the points, so. If, with that, I think it's good to move on to the small forward now. Yeah, Henry, I just have to say, I mean, Kobe Bryant, I mean, dude won championships, dude was a winner. And overall, that just, I mean, you're just going to remember him as a winner. And he went out that way, scoring 60-something points in his last game. I think it was 60 points in his last game. So that was just incredible. But uh, let's move on to the small forward position for his second team all-time NBA. And for me, I've KD, Kevin Durant, and I get people saying, yeah, his legacy, he joined a super team. Well, you can't even, you can't let that take out how great of a player he is. I mean, even before he joined the super team, guy was probably best scorer in the NBA. I mean, he won an MVP. Well, I mean, I guess he joined the Warriors, but he still won championships, you know. He hit the dagger in a championship game. You know, he, he hit multiple daggers back-to-back years, hit a dagger, hit a dagger, man's clutch. And he's, I think, the best scorer all-time in NBA history. That's just me. So I have Kevin Durant, small forward, just because of how well of an offensive player he is. I mean, you don't see anybody his size, 6'10", with that much shooting. You don't see that. So Kevin Durant, second-team all-time NBA, small forward. Yeah, so as I mentioned, I don't have Kevin Durant on one of these lists, but I do have Larry Bird here at second team. You know, the man has two MVPs, and he's he's a he played on the Celtics, which you know he it kind of means that playing on the Celtics during the '80s and the '70s and the '90s, you know, it means that it means that you're going to be pretty good and you're going to have a lot of championships. And funny enough, I actually saw something where. He's the only player to win a league MVP as a player, a coach of the year, and what was it, an, a, a team's VP of the year? Can you guys correct me on that? Or, All right, but Larry Bird, he, although he was a small forward, he p- kind of played like a shooting guard and a power forward. So I think that Larry Bird belongs on the second team. Yeah, Ellie, I agree with you here. I think my – Biggest reason for him not being on third team and above KD is because he didn't have to leave his original team to, to find a way to win. I think that's the main reason why you put him above KD. And other than that, I mean, he's they're about the same player. I mean, KD's a little better of a defender, but I think it's even scoring. And I think the, the fact that he never had to leave to win was a huge reason to put him there. Yeah, Henry, and I see what you're saying about how Larry Bird was a very loyal player. But when you think about it, just for me, I think you think about Kevin Durant. I mean, he's 6'11", and I don't think I've ever seen anyone 6'11", who has that type of shooting touch. I mean, you just don't see that. It's very rare. And with his scoring ability, I just think he's the second best small forward of all time. But let's move on to the power forward position. Second team, all-time NBA. I have Carl Malone. 
And, I mean, I just think when I think of Carl Malone, toughness, defense, and he still had the ability to score the ball when he needed to. I mean, John Stockton, all he had to do was feed it to him in the paint. He took care of business. Carl Malone did the dirty work for the Jazz. Guy was loyal. I mean, I, that's all you can ask for in a player. And that's why I have him at second-team all-time NBA. And, yeah, maybe he didn't win an NBA championship. But he brought the adversity, intensity that you needed as a player. And, yeah, you think about it, yeah. He, he went up against tough teams. I mean, the 80s was not an easy time to win an NBA championship. So I'm not going to harp on him not winning one. But what I am going to look at is his defense and the fact that he was still able to be a scorer with his build and how big he was. So I just think Carl Malone, second best power forward of all time. Elliot, what do you think? Dude, here's where I have Tim Duncan. I know you guys have probably have him first team, but Tim Duncan, he moving some positions around, you know, I, as Henry mentioned, while we were talking about the third team, I have Bill Russell as power forward. I mean, I saw him as a power forward. But that's why I have him as second team, Tim Duncan. The man won back-to-back MVPs, and not a lot of people do that now nowadays in the NBA. And so I think Tim Duncan, you know, talking about loyal to his team, I mean, he probably played 18-plus seasons, never left the Spurs. Now is a coach of the Spurs, so that's even more loyal. So, I mean, I don't see why – Tim Duncan isn't on your list, Andrew, yet. I mean, he could be first team. But I don't know. I I mean, uh, Henry, what do you have to say? You know, Elliot, I have Dirk here, and I think it's it, it's pretty close between him and Tim Duncan for that best power forward of all time spot. But I think it's a, a little bit of a margin because you mentioned Tim Duncan does have two MVPs. And I think although Dirk was able to take down – that LeBron, D. Wade, and Chris Bosh team. I think that what Tim Duncan was able to do in his 18-year-plus career at, as a uh, Spur is just ridiculous. And I don't even remember if he ever missed the playoffs in his career, and that's just ridiculous to me. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I mean, Tim Duncan, I'm, I, that's why I don't have him on my list yet because I have him in that first team. I mean, there's nothing wrong you can say about him. I mean, the guy, the guy's amazing. But let's let's move on to the center position for the second team all-time NBA. For me, I, I have Hakeem Olajuwon, and Hakeem the Dream. You know, guy is seven foot plus, and he had the touch of nobody I've ever seen before. I mean, this guy had crazy skill. He was so elegant on the offensive end. Post moves were insane. And I just think the guy for a seven-foot-plus big man, you don't see those type of post moves everywhere. And not only was he a great offensive player, I think defense he was almost just as good at. And I think his rim-protecting skills were great, amazing, insane. The dude was just a beast. I mean, not many people can say you were picked in front of Michael Jordan in the NBA draft, and that man was one of them. So, Elliot, what do you have to say about this center position? Well, although Hakeem isn't on my list, if he's listening to this, which it's pretty doubtful, I do have to say I like using your dream shake in my games, the Hakeem dream shake, 
when I'm posting up on a smaller guy, you know, that was his go-to move. But I have Shaq, and as my second team, second all-time team here, Shaq being the center, he's the most dominant player I've ever seen, no question about it. I mean, in my opinion, all-time, I think he's a better player than Kobe all-time, although they don't, they don't really compare. But, I mean, if, if the man – like, it, when he played in Orlando – when he didn't have, you know, a great scoring option. The man was a walking 30 and 15. I mean, he's so powerful, yet so strong, yet so big. And nobody could stop him. What do you think, Henry? Yeah, Elliot, I also have Shaq here too. And, you know, it's it's crazy how dominant he was. Although you could argue – Obviously, you would say Michael Jordan is probably the best player of all time, or LeBron James, depending on who you are. And But without a doubt in my mind, Shaq was the most dominant player of all time. There was Once he backed you down, there was no way you were stopping him because he was either going to just go right over you because he was just bigger than you, or he was just going to power right through you because he was bigger than you. Regardless, he was just so, so much better than anybody else he played. The only reason why I don't have him on first team is because of the fact that he wasn't much of a defender, but he was just so dominant. But with that, I think this is a good time to go to a quick ad from Anchor here, and we'll be back after that with our first team. Thank you guys for listening to that quick ad from Anchor. So let's get into our final topic, our first team all-time NBA. So I'm going to be starting with the, my point guard, and this was not a debate for me. Magic Johnson, I think he's the, the best all-around player of all time. I think Magic Johnson was the best passer of all time. I think just thinking 6'10", I mean, the guy was playing point guard better than anybody else ever has, I think. Guy was a true point guard at his size. That's incredible. I mean, the guy even ended up playing center for an injured Kareem and still won the finals as a rookie, I believe. The guy was just incredible. Defensively, he was amazing. It helped with his size, being 6'10 point guard. And the guy was just an all-around great, and he is one of the best players of all time, I think. So Magic Johnson, first-team all-time NBA point guard. Andrew, I completely agree with you. I think this was an easy one. You know, he, com compared to the other guys on this list, he only has three rings, which, you know, isn't so much compared to the people here. But, I mean, he stayed with the Lakers, and, you know, we've been talking about loyalty. He won, he won five rings in his 13 seasons played with the Lakers, and that's the only team he played for. So, I think just, as you mentioned, playing center, I mean, I think he could play every position on the court, which we can't say about a ton of these people. So, I mean, Magic, best best passer of all time. And he, I mean, there's not much more to say. Henry, can you add on a little? Yeah, to be honest, I think if he would have kept playing and wouldn't have got, like, just wouldn't have retired so early, he probably could have been one of the greatest players. I mean, he's already one of the greatest players of all time. Maybe the greatest player of all time because he probably would have won another ring or two. And, maybe another MVP, and he's up there with, with the, 
I mean, MJ and LeBron is about as much higher you can get, but I did have obviously had Magic as my first point guard, and there's not much you can say to disagree here. Yeah, Henry, and here uh, for the shooting guard, I, I don't really think this, there is any debate here between us. But so for first-team all-time NBA shooting guard, none other than Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan, I, I think, is the GOAT. I mean, guy won six rings, a bunch of defensive player of the years, a bunch of MVPs. The guy is an all-around player incredible scorer and clutch and an amazing defender. I mean, there is nothing else you can say about this guy except just simply calling him the go to basketball. So yeah, at shooting guard, first team all-time NBA, I have Michael Jordan. Yeah, Andrew, I mean, six rings and even – Winning three after taking a year off of basketball and playing baseball, that's even more impressive in my opinion. He stuck loyal to his team, and that's what we've been talking about. And, you know, and he's still he, he's still in the basketball community, you know, the GM of the uh, Charlotte Hornets. or Is it the GM or the owner, guys? Owner. The owner of the Charlotte Hornets, sorry. And, uh, I mean – you can't get – he's the go-to basketball. I don't care what people say about LeBron. I'll tell you, if LeBron win, you know, I think we should save this for another podcast. But I think Magic – or MJ, sorry. I think MJ winning six rings is the go-to basketball. And stats prove it. Everything's prove it. I – yeah. Top five defensive player of all time, I think – there's no question he's the goat of basketball. Yeah, Elliot, there's there's no argument here. I you guys made all the points, so I'm think it's probably good to transition to small forward here, Andrew. Yeah, and Henry also here, there is zero debate here for me. I mean, LeBron James, who I think is clearly by far the second best player in basketball history. LeBron James, I think is by far the best small forward in basketball history. The man is just incredible, a beast. I mean, the guy is in his mid to late 30s, and the guy is still dominating the NBA like he was in his early 20s. The guy entered the league straight from high school, and he did not miss a step. And amazing score, amazing defender, and he's just a winner, guys. He is a winner three championships. He's been to nine championships, which I think is incredible. You look at the finals record, it isn't great. I can agree. But the fact that he's wheeled his teams to nine championships is just incredible to think about. LeBron James, first team all-time NBA small forward without a doubt. There's nothing to argue with your statement, Andrew. It's just one of your things you said was by far the second best. I don't know about that because a player we're about to list, you know, he could be a little close in my opinion, but to second, obviously. But LeBron James, as you mentioned, a top two player of all time for all of us. Best small forward of all time for all of us. Easily Hall of Famer. Well, obviously first ballot Hall of Famer. The, the, coming out of high school, we knew he would be a stud. I mean, he matched what he did in high school and 
and even transitioned to the NBA better than he did to high school. Man's athletic as hell, still, still busting his ass in the league. Elliot, I agree with everything you say here, and there's not, there's zero debate here with LeBron James being the second greatest player of all time, being the best small forward of all time, being as great as you said he was. And, you know, other than that, I don't have much to say because you guys already made all, been make, you've been making all the points before I even get to talk. Yeah, and I just want to say one thing before we move on to the power forward. Elliot, I love how passionate you are about how LeBron James is, uh, how great he is in his greatness. But let's move on to a uh, power forward position for the first team all-time NBA. And for me, I don't think this is much of a thought either. I mean, Timmy Duncan, Tim Duncan, big fundamental. I mean, the guy can do everything for your team. I mean, he's a leader. He's a defender. He's a scorer. He can do anything, and he's a winner. So, I mean, the dude is an all-out player. He's loyal. I mean, he's been to the playoffs a bunch, led his team to the playoffs, won a championship. The guy is just a winner. He is loyal. He is anything you could ask for out of a player. Tim Duncan, amazing post scorer, and an even better defender. So, Tim Duncan... I give you first-team all-time NBA power forward. With my little switching of the positions, I have Bill Russell as the best power forward of all time. In my eyes, he was a power he it, he was a power forward when he played. I mean, eleven titles in thirteen seasons. There's no, no one no one's going to match that anytime soon. And I think Henry does have a different power forward, so I'm very curious here. Actually, I don't have a different power forward than Andrew, but I do have different than you. I do have Tim Duncan, and I think Andrew made a great point. You know, the big fundamental, he really could do no wrong in the basketball court. He was just fundamentally sound, and, you know, that kind of sounds very weird, but, you know, the fundamentals, kids, got to learn those, and some maybe one day you'll turn out like Tim, Timmy Duncan. All right, so let's move on to the center position for our first team all-time NBA, and for me, once again, there's a theme here with this first team. This was not a debate for me. And it was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And man is the all-time scoring leader in NBA history. The guy was an insane rebounder, insane defender. When you think of Kareem, you think of the skyhook. He could score virtually in any way in the paint. The guy was a beast. There was no one like him when he was playing in the late 70s and 80s. I mean, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is, in my opinion, the best center in NBA history. And that really isn't a question for me. So first team all-time NBA center goes to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And Andrew, I completely agree. Although I think you are, you need to mention his, his name before Kareem, Lou Alcindor. He obviously started his career off as Lou Alcindor. So I think you got to mention that. But anyway, you know, Leading in points scored all time. The creation of the hook shot called the Kareem Sky Hook that he invented at US, UCLA when they banned dunking because of him. And this is who I'm talking about, who he's close to second with, with LeBron. So, I mean, Kareem is obviously the best center in, in NBA history. I don't think anyone's going to come close to that. 
You know, Elliot, you could argue Shaq here, but in my opinion, there's little to no argument. And that's why I do have Kareem also. You know, when you have a – when you make a shot out of your name, you know, you have to be pretty good. And even better, they banned a certain shot in the game because you were so good. They banned dunking, which is one of the most fun things to watch in all of sports just because he was that good. And there's, there's little to no – argument here to say anybody's better than Lou Alcindor and it's just it's just insane how great of a player he was but with that I think that's this is going to be a very good time to wrap it up if you guys don't have anything else to say but we first want to want to thank everybody who stuck with us to the end we know we've been doing some shorter podcasts and this is a longer one and so we really appreciate anybody who's still listening but with that Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and download this podcast, and we'll see you guys next time on the Last Take Sports Podcast.